This is the In The Cove podcast. Welcome to In The Cove. My name's Rob Caldor. And I'm Jackie Barker, founder of In The Cove. Jackie, it's uh, coming up to the end of the year, but before we start talking about Christmas and all that other interesting stuff, which I'm sure we will at some stage, there's a bit of democracy about to happen. Local government in the cove. So on the 4th of December, the whole of New South Wales goes to the polls to elect their local government, their local councillors. Now, this is a really important thing, and I don't think enough emphasis is put on local government because they impact us every day. You know, roads, rates, rubbish, recycling, traffic. There's so much that they deal with and it's important to get the right councillors into your local government area. Absolutely. And also things like, you know, developments of buildings and things like that. That's that's under their banner, I'd imagine. It certainly is. And this election in Lane Cove is is even more important than normal because we will have a shift in uh, the makeup of the council because there are three councillors who are not standing for re-election and one of them is our mayor, Pam Palmer. So after the 4th of December, there will be a new mayor in Lane Cove. And you, well, not you, Rob, but the whole of Lane Cove, can decide who that person is by voting for their local councillors. Now, when I say that, that sounds a bit misleading because, in fact, you vote for your councillors and then they get together and vote for the mayor. Do you have to vote? Absolutely. Voting is compulsory and you get fined if you don't. And what's really important is that for some reason in local government elections, there's no absentee voting. So you can't just pop up to my beach house and they rock up to the to where people in that area are voting and they will fi- find that they are not an, entitled to absentee vote. So let's go through the process of voting in Lane Cove Rock. So Lane Cove has three wards and they're imaginatively named Central, West and East. When we do, we've done a Lane Cove election survey, which we'll be re, um, releasing the results soon, but 31% of Lane Cove people did not know which ward they're in. So to just give you a little example, if and this this is confusing, but if you're in Lane Cove North and Lane Cove West, you're probably in in the West Ward. If you're in Greenwich and and Northward, you're in the East Ward, and if you're in Lane Cove, you're in the Central Ward. But if you're really confused, they'll tell you at the polling booth which one you're in but you can also go to the Lane Cove Council website and type in maps and you can find your where you are. So Jackie if you pitch up if you live in Central Ward and you go to a West Ward polling place you can still vote there can't you? Yep absolutely. Something very exciting I think has happened this year in that um, the New South Wales Electoral Commission is encouraging people to vote early, and that's because of COVID. They've changed the rules and anyone can pre-poll. Before you had to be not available for the date of the election, now anyone can rock up and pre-poll. And you can do that in Lane Cove from the 22nd of November to the 3rd of December at the Lane Cove Council Chambers. You don't have to have an excuse, you just rock up and pre-poll. So very easy. Now, if you can't get to the pre-poll and you can't get to the on the day, then you should look at postal voting and the eligibility has been expanded for that. And then if you have if you meet really strict eligibility requirements, you can I-vote. But for some bizarre, stupid reason, they won't allow everyone to I-vote. And I think that would make life a lot easier, but they won't let you do it. Let's take it as an incremental step. Maybe they're, they're testing the waters a bit. Um... But, you know, it's good to have all options open as long as people know where and what you can do things at. So where to vote in Lane Cove? So you you haven't pre-polled, it's the 4th of December, you go, oh, 
where can I vote in Lane Cove and who has the best sausage? Now, when I say that, the jury is out as out as if whether or not the democracy snag will be allowed. Stay tuned for that one. It's a very important thing. We all love our democracy snag. I know I do. So in Lane Cove, probably one of the most popular places to vote is the Lane Cove Public School because it's central. However, you may recall that the Lane Cove Public School had a huge fire in their hall and it hasn't been rebuilt. So the Lane Cove Public School is not, I repeat, not a polling booth for this occasion. However, all the other schools in Lane Cove are and a lot of the church halls are and we'll be publishing a list on In the Cove, but it's the usual places that you see. But just remember, Lane Cove Public School is not. If you turn up to St Michael's to vote, you can also, and make sure you're early, you can also go across to the St Michael's Church and buy a real Christmas tree from the Tambo Scouts. So democracy and Christmas intertwined. It sounds like a great, you know, knocking off two things in one go. Um, let, let's hold cross fingers that we can also have a snag. But if not, at least get that tree because earlier the better, I reckon. Now, this um, election is is shaping up to be a battle of the independents. There are so many independents that have enrolled. And I think that is people saying, hey, we've had enough. We want to have a look at a new council. Uh, I, I personally can't remember seeing this many independents nominated. A lot of them are standing on the basis of transparency, better communication. A lot of them have said to me, Lane Cove Council has to lift its game. Their communication is appalling, for example. Their website is not even mobile optimised. So they're really, there's a lot of people put their hands up to get involved. I think that across the state, there's a lot of independence. I think one of the issues is how independent are the independents? Because I think uh, a few have been sort of skirting with the parties as well. So it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out. When we did our Lane Cove election survey, we asked people if they knew their current councillors. Some interesting results. The person that they knew the most was Andrew Zibik, and that doesn't surprise me because he's very active on social media. Then Daniel Strasberg. The next three were Benison, Brookhorn and Vissel. Andrew Zibik was double the amount of people knew him, so that's quite interesting. Just goes to show the the power of social media. And also, too, getting back to your constituents when, when they ask you a question, which I've seen that a lot on In the Cove, people coming back and said thank you to Andrew Zibik and Daniel Strasberg for getting back to people. Social media has had all sorts of negative publicity in recent years, but one of the things that it is really good for is direct communication. So I think, I mean, obviously In the Cove is a great example of that, but it is interesting that the example of councillors getting back ups their identification in the community. And I mentioned before it's turning out to be a battle of the independents, and one of the questions we asked was, have you ever had an issue that you needed Lane Cove Council to assistance with, and what was the results? And 29.5% said they were satisfied or very satisfied. 26% said neither satisfied or not satisfied. And 44.6% said they were dissatisfied or or very dissatisfied. So that large figure shows that maybe that's why we've got the number of independents running. Okay, and then we asked them what issues did they want addressed by councillors. The number one was traffic, and traffic is getting worse in Lane Cove, and someone needs to take a very holistic view of it all and there have been some recent traffic changes that haven't gone down well with Lane Cove locals. And then also the standard of local roads and potholes, That's that was another big one. Facilities for teens, people want more things done for teens, they want a better skate park, people are disappointed that the council sold off green spaces when they could have been used for you know a ropes course or a, a BMX track or a jump park, even just a jump park for kids, so that was important. 
a lot of people were concerned about the plasticisation of um, Bob Campbell Oval, overdevelopment, which is always a, a standard one. Council not listening. They feel that they, they go back with comments and council just doesn't listen. And then this was quote-unquote woeful website. The website's obviously a big issue because it's the window to the council. It's the way way people interact and it's got to be viewable on a phone. It's got to be, you, you, want, you want to be able to get to it quite quickly. So, look, the, these issues are all, you know, across the board relevant and I think it's about, you know, thinking about which ones are important to you when you vote. So how can In the Cove help you make your decision? So to start with, in the next couple of days, we're putting out an article. We've gone to every nominee and said, give us 150 words, link to your socials, a lovely picture of you. And the people who have uh, replied, we're going to put them on a, an article. In, um, they will be listed in the, in the way that they replied. So first person will be, the reply will be first person on there. So there's no bias. We'll be putting that up soon. We'll also be doing a candidates forum on Zoom. And at this stage, we're looking at the 22nd and the 24th of November, and we'll get some more information out about that. The bottom line is to see when these forums are on stage tuned within the Cove, you'll make sure they know all the Zoom details and things like that. It's your chance to actually interact or at least find out what the candidates are actually standing for. So that's the local election in a nutshell. So we've covered um, why the election is important because this is your chance to really model a new 21st century council because we're not going to have the same mayor. And also you can go and vote from the 22nd of November at the Lancove Council Chambers. Stay tuned on In The Cove because we'll have a lot of information to help you make your choice. In The Cove News. And the last thing I want to talk about today, Rob, is during the last couple of months, it's been full on and we have had the nicest emails. Um, people stop me in the street and say how much in the code means to them and how much information we gave to them during the really peak COVID months. And in fact, people said we didn't bother listening to the press conference. We just got straight onto your page. They kept on saying, how are you funded and, and how can we help? Now, we are funded by 100% local advertising. We purposely don't get funding from government bodies so we can be independent. That's why I'm called the troublemaker at Lanco Council. We also make local advertising affordable. Because of that, it is hard to go forward and employ more people. So we have said to people if they want to support us, they can now go on to our website. There's a button there called Support Local News. You hit it and you can sponsor us and it can be a dollar, $10, $50, however much. It can be a one-time donation or it could be a recurring monthly it's up to you but if you want if you value what we do if you support us if you want to keep local news free because i know a lot of people are frustrated by paywalls then just hop on our website and go to support local news and then hit the button and as i said you can donate a dollar or you can donate fifty dollars it's all up to you but any every cent counts because i'd love to be able to employ some people to be out there so we can bring you even more news i look i can personally attest to jackie doing crazy hours to keep in the cove happening. I get emails at very odd hours. And I know at some stage she does sleep, but I'm not convinced. So if you do if you do get a chance, however much you can afford, Jackie, you've entered the world of crowdfunding, I believe. Well, yeah, yeah. This is the, the system we're using is actually set up for media because they've they've realized that there's a rise of media like mine and that, that they need some funding. So it's actually really easy to use and and um, specifically for media. Highly recommend 
putting a bob or two in when you get a chance. So, Rob, that's about it. Um, our next podcast is going to be on Christmas in the Cove. Um, we have had some calls about your singing, Jackie, but it is in the Cove. We will we, we will give you a, a small solo in the next podcast. Very excited. I can't believe Christmas is coming. Thankfully, things seem to have opened up, but it's also we've barely mentioned COVID in this podcast. It will be time to start getting boosters for the early early uh, adoptees of the uh, the vax. So uh, just keep safe, keep everything happening. The weather's going to fine up. We're going to have a lovely summer. Very excited. And remember to vote. I'm Jackie. Thank you so much for listening and keep supporting In The Cove. In The Cove podcast available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This podcast has been produced by localpodcast.com.au. If your organisation needs a podcast, contact Rob. 0404289956.